0: the this stick tikak bi yadakh wa ash tarb had a special stick to do magical tricks yes wa bi inin fa ki Let me tell you the story. The story that we all know, Meshav Eidah was walking in the desert with his sheep, and all of a sudden he sees a burning bush. He turns and he says, Let me see what is going on over here with this burning bush. Turns out to be Hashem got his attention. Hashem shows him the burning bush that was on fire, but was not being consumed by the fire. And then Hashem says... And Moshe Benu says, Amate. And then Hashem says, Oh, you got a stick in your hand? Great, I got a great stick trick. Take the stick, throw it down, and turns it into a snake. Moshe Benu gets scared of the snake, and then Hashem says, Grab it back by the tail, turns back into a stick. And then he says, I have another great trick for you. Put your hand inside your jacket, comes out, it's like a mitzayras, kashel, it's white like snow. He puts it back in and you're going to show this to the Jews then the third trick what was the third trick? take a cup of water from the, from the sea turn it over it's going to turn into blood and wow so we need to understand what, what happened over here? Hashem tells Moshe Rabbeinu hey, you want to prove to call Yisrael that I really, I really came and spoke to you? what's in your hand? he says a stick so is he was shown. Hashem knew what is in his hand what is the question? what's in your hand? And what does that mean? And, and, and Meshavar says, Hey God, I got a stick in my hand. Hashem says, Oh great, because I got some great stick tricks. I'll do the old stick turns into a snake, that'll really get him. And then he, he takes it and he makes it back into a stick. And how come the, the first two tricks he returned, the snake turned back into a stick and his hand turned back to regular, but the third trick was water turning into blood and he never returned it back into water. Those are the questions that the Neshiboshalom asks. 1. First of all, Moshe Rabbeinu says, Hashem, I'm going to go tell Fa'i that you spoke to me, but they're not going to believe me. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu think that we're not going to believe him? If the God of Abdar today came to us and said, Hashem came to me and spoke to me and said that Mashiach is going to come, we're going to leave back there to Israel... We would believe him. So why did Moshe even think that Klayusel would not believe that Hashem wants to redeem them? Two, What is in your hand? It's a stick. Hashem told Moshe, I got a good trick for you. Take the Mata that's in your hand and throw it down. Why did you have to ask him what's in your hand? Number three. Hashem says, here's going to be trick number one. And if they don't believe trick number one, I've got trick number two. And if they don't believe trick number two, show them trick number three. Did the third one, what was the Adifus? What made it more? The third question is, why, What? what is this different trick? Why don't you just take the best trick and start off with your best trick? Say, no, I'm going to do the snake trick. And if that doesn't work, I'm going to do the mitzirah trick. And if that doesn't work, i got a great one with water. What's going on over here? Four. They return back to their original state. We have four questions. I'm going to ask each one of you. To, I'm going to give you a question, and that's going to be your question. When the other guys come, I'm going to ask you to repeat the question. So we're going to start off with Shirley. The first question surely is, why did Moshe Rabbeinu say, Hey Hashem, I can't go tell that Klai Yisroh that they're going to go ahead, that Hashem wants to redeem them. They're not going to believe me. Why did Moshe Rabbeinu think, why was he cheshed Klai Yisrael? why did he accuse Klai Yisrael that they're not going to believe him that the time for redemption has come and that Hashem wants them? Moshe, the second question is your question. Why, why did Hashem say, hey, Moshe, what's in your hand? Moshe says, I'm not there. It was a positive thing. He had a stick in his hand. What was the question and answer? Got it? Belief, question number three is going to be your question. Why were there three tricks? And why was the second trip, trick more stronger than the first one? And then the third one more than the second one? And if the third one was the strongest one, then why didn't you start off with the third one? Hashem says, I'm giving you a good trick, the stick to snake trick. But hey, if that doesn't work, I got another one. What's going on over here? You got it? Kayan, the fourth question is your question. The first trick Hashem did that the stick turned into a snake, afterwards the snake went back to being a stick. The second trick, where the hand went into his pocket and it came out white like snow. Afterwards, you said, put it back in. And if it came again, like a regular hand. But the third trick, that the water turned into blood, did not return back for the blood to turn into water. Gadar yes. Chaim? Why? The Gedalia, what we said until now, was as follows. This is what you missed. Moshe Rabbeinu went and spoke to Hashem in a burning bush and Hashem says the time for redemption has come Moshe Rabbeinu says Hashem I got you I believe you I hear you but the Kalal Yisrael the people are not going to believe me when I go and tell them that you want to redeem them so the first question on this, on this story is Lee. How come uh, Maisha didn't have faith in for all, they Why will... wouldn't they believe that the time for redemption has come? Then the story goes that Hashem says, Okay, I'm going to give you some tricks. It's going to blow their minds, okay? He calls over Duby Blatt. says, what do you got? You got any good tricks? Duby says, yeah, I got a great trick. Hey, Moshe, what's in your hand? He says, oh, in my hand is a stick. Hang on, this people show him that's the second question, Moshe. to what kind of questions Why didn't Hashem just say, Hey, Moshe, take the stick in your hand, do the snake trick. Instead, He says, What's in your hand? Moshe Rabbeinu answers, Hey, it's a stick. Isn't that pashat? So then afterwards, Hashem says, I'm going to give you a stick that turns into a snake. Then take the tail, and it turns back into a stick. Then I got another one. If they don't believe the first one, Hashem says, I got another good trick. The hand trick. Ooh, turns into white. Ooh, turns back into... Flesh. And if they don't believe the first two, then do the third one on them. So, fact, in the Shalom, leave for question number three. Good. What's going on over here? Right. What? What? Why is one stronger? If they don't believe one, try this one. What's going on over here with three tricks? And if you got one really good trick, why don't you do that one? And then there's another thing. Chaim, what's the fourth question? Beautiful. So we really need to understand what the Torah is talking about. He's going to explain it in a way that is going to make your hair stand up. You're going to be like, wow, I love this Torah. It's the best Torah in the whole world. Yes, we're gonna explain what's going on. The beginning, the first time, the first revelation that Hashem showed himself to Moshe was with the burning bush. the Malach of Hashem showed himself to Moshe in the burning bush. Vayar, Moshe saw the hasna this bush is completely consumed in fire. But it is not being consumed. It's not being burned up. Moshe says to himself, Let me turn and look at this incredible vision. God answers him. Shall take off your shoes from your feet. The place that you are standing is holy ground. And here's Bsha. Moshe was looking at Klal Yisrael, just like today, we look at Klal Yisrael, that we're in such a tumma that we have good Jewish boys who end up going to clubs, and acting out like Goyim, and we look at this world, this crazy, crazy world, and we say, Madu Eloyiv we see that the bush, kwal Yusol, is completely consumed with the fire of tomorrow. Ha koel masviden kaish around is burning a fire of tomorrow. Koixe satomo The fire of tomorrow is leaping out and grabbing yedishikindalo. They him act from the sunamba Aisha Taibos and we are all immersed in the fire of Taibo. The inkole there and still asne inenu uko. Adain he makhiki mamot. Even though you could be so much Taiva, you're still coming to Ashir. You're still going to Davin, You're still putting on fillin, You're still trying to be close to Hashem. How is that possible? Why did the Esh of Taiva completely destroy you and destroy your connection to Hashem? That was what Myshe Rainu was, was thinking. Baozeh Koysa Tumiyosa Hagdaila, this was his great wonder. Asura Nova era, let us turn and see. Asamara Hagadalaza, this incredible vision. Madhua La Yuva Hasnah. Pirush Mawa Koyakamak Taimum. What is the energy, the power that is sustaining the Jewish people? That they are not being completely burned from the fire that is surrounding them. How is it possible that once again they will stand? And God will will redeem them from such a low level. You look around at the Yisrael today and you got to wonder, what, what's going to happen? The shiach going to come, he's going to say, guys, I'm taking you back to Yishalayim. Look at how many Jewish people, look at people who are doing so many avers, and they're so fatayet, and they're driving on Shabbos, and they're doing drugs, and they're rebelling. How come they're still around? Why could it be that such a buffer could be six months later, a year later, and he puts on filim? Where does that come from? I'm always amazed. You could have somebody who's the biggest rebel in the world, and a year later, he puts on filling. He keeps Shabbos. Why? Why isn't this connection to Hashem completely burned? What is still inside of him, that is jumping up and still saying after everything, I want to be good. How come something didn't get burned? You know, if you imagine 100% over here, all the way up here, hundred being the biggest tzaddik in the world. Uh, some boys, they go so far down, there's so many Averis, they're at 90, they're at 85. they're at 80. Guys go all the way that they lost so much kadusha, they lost so much Mitzvah, Machal, Shabbos, they're mamish at the bottom. And all of a sudden, you see them a year later, two years later, and they're back up, and they're in Yeshiva, and they're keeping Shabbos, and they're putting on tefillin. Why? Why wasn't their connection destroyed? That's what Moshe Rabbeinu was wondering when he looked at Kalal Yisroh. How come they're still in the game? the, the, Tshuva, the Kaddish Baruch Hu answered him. You're wondering about Kala Yisrael? I'll give you the answer. <speaking in Hebrew> what is the secret power of Kala What is the secret power of Yisrael? <speaking in Hebrew> You're telling on a subject. You're wondering about a subject. You're talking about so You should know one thing: whenever you see a Jew, doesn't matter what he's doing, he is holy. In they have a piece of godliness inside of them. the nation of Chalitzol is a part of God koicham ha'bilti minutzach. This is their koich elyon, supernatural energy, ha'bilti minutzach. It can never be destroyed. It's the black box inside every Jew. Like the planes have, we each have a spiritual black box that no matter what you do, ein alehem. Nothing in this world can damage the black box even when we were in the ultimate of lowness immersed in the 49th level of Tumma, bowing down to you could always return back to your roots you could always return you could always die so many times the Bacha says somebody says I'm lost, I'll never be I could never be again from. I can never be a good boy in Yeshiva. It's not true. Nothing could stop you. Because what you're made of inside never gets damaged and never changes. And any time that you want to jump back to Hashem, anybody could become anything. There's nothing blocking you. Even if you're in Besi Shvala you could find yourself in a club, drunk, drug, doing who knows what, you should know that you're inside black box is completely intact. Adayim yichaylem heim, lachzer lisharsham. You could return to your roots, to your source. Ki chaylech Kami ima'ol heim, because you are a chaylech elekam ima'ol, v'tamun bohem, and it is buried inside of you, deep inside of you, is koyach el-yoin, shel elekus. You have a koyach el a supernatural power of elekus, of godliness. Hashem from that power, That is something that is more powerful than the Tumma that is leaping at you all around. Fine. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, God, you know what? I hear you. I get the message. I'm going to go back now to Klai so But guess what? They're not going to believe me. What's the shot? Why wouldn't they believe him? Can you imagine if you go to a club on Friday night and you see a bunch of ex-kashidish kids over there? And they're dancing, Nebuchadnezzar, and they're drunk, and they're on drugs, and they're smoking on Shabbos, right? And you go over to them, and you are Moshe Rabbeinu, you are Mashiach. Hashem tells you go to the club and tell them that it's time to go back to Eretz Yisrael. Mashiach is here. You're going to say, Hashem, I think you're a little bit too late. I'm going to go into the club. I'm going to Kim Du, Moshe Kim. You come. I have a message for you. They're going to all come outside. They're smoking on Shabbos, and you're going to say, Guess what? Hashem told me that it's time to redeem you. We're going back to Yerushalayim. Mashiach's going to be here. We're going to rebuild the base of Migdosh. They're going to look at you and they're going to say, what are you smoking? God is interested in me? If they really believed you, they'll go running. Because they want to be close to Hashem. They would never believe you. They'll say, God is interested in me? Did you notice what I'm doing? I'm smoking on Shabbat. Even God is interested in me? God gave up on me a long time ago. Why don't you go to Williamsburg over there? Maybe you'll find somebody. Go to Bar Park. Go to Flappers to a shul. But you're in the wrong place, Mashiach. You're in a you're in a drug haven. You're in a club. This is the wrong place to pick up guys to go back to Eretz and build a base on Mikdash. So Moshe Rabbeinu said, God, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to go back with my sheep back into the I'm going to gather the Jews together, and they're all going to say, "Ooh, Moshe, who was not yet Moshe Rabbeinu. He was just Moshe, right? He's going to come and talk to us. I'm going to stand up on a rock. I'm going to take the microphone, and I'm going to go." Testing, testing one, two. Can you hear me? Okay, guys. Funniest thing happened to me today. I was out in the desert with my sheep, and all of a sudden I turned, and there was this bush, and it was burning. Right? Okay, this bush is burning. I swear, I'm telling you, this bush thing was crazy, it was burning. and and it wasn't being consumed it was nuts a bush and it wasn't consumed and all of a sudden all the elders started looking at each other with funny looks and call yourself starts like um, I think somebody's lost it no really it wasn't being consumed but it was really on fire I'm telling you and then all of a sudden the bush started talking to me started talking to me It was was God. God would take off my shoes. I took off my shoes, and all of a sudden, God says, the time for redemption has come. God's coming to redeem us, and I'm your redeemer. And everybody, you know, uncomfortable look. Uncomfortable look to the elders are going to be like, "Uh, okay, Moshe, Moshe, what have you been smoking? Okay, Moshe. No, really, guys, no. And then God said to me, Admas Kedashi, please, come back here. Don't leave. Come back here. No, really. It was God." The, the, the bush, it wasn't consumed. I'm telling you, there was, no, there was no consummation happening at all. It was the bush on fire, don't you get it? God's coming, he loves you, he wants you back. Uncomfortable looks and they quickly go away and hide the eyes of the young children. They shouldn't have to see. They should have cracked up from the heat. Right, he's him. Moshe's wife comes over to him with like, uh, uh, like some cold water, and starts patting him down. Okay, Fine. Uh, yeah, yeah, right. Sure. Sure, God was talking. to you. Yeah, and he's, he's being carried. He's being carried out to the psych ward, kicking and screaming. No, really, it was a bush. It wasn't being consumed. No, I'm not. Cra-. Yeah, sure, Moses. Yeah, it was con- not consumed. We know the bush was talking to you, Admas We know we're going to be. Real. No, really, I'm not crazy. And then they slam the door, and he's in the padded room for another six months. That's what should have happened. So my says, God, listen, this is not going to work. I believe you. I see the, bur- the bush burning. But I got to go back and prove to them that you still care about them. This to the what? I got to sell this to the people. Because if right now you came and told people Mashiach is here, they're going to say, listen, I really don't think so. I think you're looking for somebody else, not us. We can't be the chosen people anymore. We're bowing down to our bodies even though Moshe Rabbeinu understood God's message from the burning bush, he went back to Hashem and he timed it. They're not going to believe me. They're not going to listen to what I'm saying. Moshe Rabbeinu understood from Hashem. The message that He still loves us, They didn't hear it from God. They're not going to believe that God wants to redeem them. That they will be the Am they would have thought Hashem, kaze. After we are in the memtashari toma, It's too late. A-y-ay-mru. no that God never came to you. Yeah, maybe our great grandparents they were good people and they believed in you, and they kept Shabbos, and they were good, and they kept kedusha. maybe they were supposed to be redeemed. But us, we're bowing down to idols, we're involved with clubs, and with women, and with drugs. Moshe Rabbeinu, we don't believe you. God is not interested in us anymore. How many of us think sometimes that, you know, I'd love to be close to Hashem, but He's probably just not interested in me anymore. He's disgusted from me. If we would know how Hashem would open up His hands, and show us that I want you, We would go running back to Him, but we don't believe it. Sometimes we think our parents don't want us back in our lives. And finally, when they give us the hug, we say, wow, all these years I was wrong. But you're wrong about Hashem also, because Hashem wants you back, on whatever terms you're ready for. You can keep Friday night Shabbos, keep Friday night Shabbos. You can keep till Shabbos, keep till Shabbos. Do what you can. You can put on Tefillin four days a week, put on Tefillin four days a week. Hashem wants a relationship with you. So I was there, nothing like, Baruch Hu, what's the so Hashem says, Moshe, you're right. You're going to go back in to call and try to convince them you're cooked. They're going to throw you in the psych ward. They're going, to, they're going to think you're on drugs. They're going to send you to home sweet home. It's never going to work. So I'm going to give you tricks. But these were not some tricks to just make everybody go, woo. Because if you remember, the Mitzrayim also knew tricks. They also knew how to make a stick turn into a snake. So they're not going to be so impressed with that. So listen to what he says. In every trick was a message. It wasn't just multiple tricks. Oh, do this one. And if this doesn't work, do this one. And if this one doesn't work, do this one. Hey, you know what? Do the old, I'm going to put someone in a box and cut them in half. Ooh, that's a great trick. People love that one. No, this was a deep message. And instead of looking at the Torah on the surface as a storybook, the Neziva is going to show us how to understand what the message was. In each message, in each sign, was a deep message to them and to us for the secret of how they're going to be redeemed. Why are we learning this? Because we're not just talking about stories from them. It's about us today. Each one of us wants to be redeemed. Each one of us wants to be close to Hashem. So let's learn what the messages were that was the beginning of the Ge'ula of Klael Yisrael and Mitzrayim. So we can have the beginning of our Ge'ula. Now we're going to explain the Pesach. Listen to the beautiful, deep, deep Torah lesson. By Malay Hashem says to Moshe, What's in your hands? The Holy Svarim say, A sick could be called two different things in Lashem Kaidish. A stick could be called a makal, and a stick could be called a... A stick. a a stick. A stick could be called a mate. and they mean two separate things, not just separate, opposite things. Makal is ma'olam mahurban from the world of destruction. Remember this word, oila world of destruction. Why? Because you makal when the stick that you hit somebody. If you're going to hit somebody over the head with a stick, right? A stick is used... When, when it's used to hit somebody, it's called a makau. The ilumata is... A walking stick. You see, the English language doesn't have the depth of Russian and We call both of them a stick. But in Russian and they're called two different things. One is called when you hit somebody with a piece of wood, it's called a makau. But when you walk with a stick, and it, and it holds you up like crutches... Is called a mate. I know you got a stick in your hand, but you tell me what kind of a stick is in your hand, Moshe You tell me, is it a hitting stick from the world of destruction, or is it a stick used to build people up and to hold people up from the world of construction? Is it destruction? Or con. I know it's destruction. I know it's destruction. But is it destruction or construction? Zok I'm letting you know that it's vayomer matzeh. It's me'olam abinon. It comes from the world of binyan of construction. Vayomer zok the eibishde Throw it into the arzis. Take this beautiful thing from the olam, from the world of binyan. A good thing, a thing that is so pure and wonderful, that's helpful. And Yashlos Oisoy B'Soycha Arteus, into the Arteus, into the materialistic world, into the Gashmis. What happens? Vayil, a Nachosh. It turns into a snake. What's a Nachosh? Mekoyer has sister it's the epitome. What was the Sita Akra? Who, who made, the, the Sita Akra that made Tava Eat was a Nakhash. The Nakhash is not, is, is no, nothing good. A Nakhash, you can't plow your field with it like a behemoth. It doesn't make for a very good pet. You can't go to the movies with your Nakhash. You can't chill with your Nakhash like a dog at least you can have a relationship with or a cat. A nochash doesn't do anything good, and it represents the ultimate of the Sitra Akhara. Ha shoy shoy me oylem Khurban. chorbon she ha nochash shum toyeles, the eino ki'im mazik. It is the ultimate oylem ha because it's only a mazik. Ve'heinu, she'a Baruch Hu hir Eloi, Hashem showed him, mata, ha-shayich kulei ilu oylem binyan. even a beautiful, gorgeous mata, that is shaikh completely the oil of my binion, the world of construction when it gets thrown down into the Arteus a Yiddish kind a beautiful Jewish soul that is so beautiful and is so holy and gets involved and gets tossed out of Yeshiva and gets thrown down into the world and what does it turn into? it turns into a Nachos you see kids that are so in so much pain and they want to bite you They want to bite the Torah. Rabbi Kiva says he wanted to bite Talmud Chachamim. The hatred of a kid who grew up in a frum frum community, right? Especially a tight frum community. And the kids who get thrown out of school, they get thrown into the streets and they're fighting and the Yitzharah is pushing them down. Those beautiful kids in third grade that are going, And they're so cute. You know what they say? kids, You want a mom to eat them up. When they get older, you wish you did. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and these cute little three year olds four year olds five year olds look at them at 14, 15, 16 some of them and <clears throat> their mom is so angry they're like a nachash. you go over to them you say the wrong word on Purim you grab them the wrong way and they want to punch you in the face get off me who are you talk? who are you looking at right you know what I'm talking about you ever meet guys like that and they're so and they're nachos they're a snake that was the message but the message is not over the message is not over. Listen to the real message. People think that the message of the stick turning into the snake was that it turned into a snake. I, why afterwards did Hashem say, grab the snake and it's going to turn back into a stick? Well, I guess he needed a stick back. He needs a stick back for his next trick. No, this was not even the main part. The first message was, you could be a beautiful stick, but when you know are when you're thrown into the sick world of tuma, you fall, you become a snake. You want to bite people. But Vishuv amalaya Kodesh Baruch Hu, listen closely. Shlach yadcha, Reach out your hand. The Ve'ochaz v'snovoy. Don't go into his face. Yirgit t'shameh? Yish No. Reach into his tail. Go and embrace him. And what happened with his embrace? Ve'yish lach back in in his embrace. It turned right back into a stick when you see a kid that's a nachash and you want to see a kid bite you go over to a kid who's rebelling and you say they're going to bite you you got to keep Shabbos you got to put on tefillin they're going to bite you but if you know how to not be confrontational and you know how to go and say grab his tail and hold him and hug him and say I love you I care about you I'm holding you I'm holding you in your hands they turn back into a matter from the oilam habinyan and we see that all the time we see how we have kids who come in on drugs don't sweet home and they're so angry they would bite your head off but when you embrace them and you're not confrontational with them all of a sudden they turn back into oilam habinyan they're great guys they want to work they don't want to steal they want to be clean they don't want to be on drugs they want to save up money they don't want to waste it They don't want to hurt people up. They don't want to beat anybody up. They don't want to break into cars. They're not hoodlums. They're not bums. They were misunderstood. You just got to love these guys. They're the most wonderful people in the world. That was the message that Hashem said. I want you to go back to Klai Yisrael and show them how I understand you. You're bowing down to idols. You're in a club. You're partying. I understand you. Because you were thrown into Mitzrayim, into Golas, into, into slavery for 210 years. You were thrown in out of yeshiva in 5th grade. And then you were molested in 6th grade. And then you were beat up in 7th grade. And nobody understood you in 8th grade. And then you had tibis in ninth grade. The Abisha says, I understand why you are a nachash. But with the power of embrace, from Leisha who represents the authority, the tzaddikim, you can that they're going to go back and you can once again be what is the lesson listen guys something which essentially is tied is from the world of good you are essentially good you're essentially a mikra. when it falls it's only a mikra a happenstance it happens I wanted to get a t-shirt it says sin happens it happens <laughs> you can go back. You can go back to your shayish to be pure tayiv. <laughs> the tzaddik falls seven times. He could fall every day of the week. He can fall in every way, but v'kam he stands back up. <laughs> we were never told that a tzaddik falls. We think that a tzaddik never falls. We think only the Russia falls. Listen to what the Rebbe is telling us. HaTzadik, by the way, the Mishiv Shalom, Shalom's best friend was Ribshach. He was held by the Chesidisha, by the Lutisha. He represents hundreds of years of Torah. He can't say something that's not true. Shah said that the Nasiv Shalom is the the Isharam of our generation. And listen to what he's teaching us. That even if you fall, you're a Tzadik still. Because you're a sweet, good boy. You're a Tzadik. Even after you fell many, many times the end of the passage says But the end of the passage says the Rashi falls one time I'm down for the count the Even the matter which came from the oil of opinion fell binyon fell into Listen to the Rebbe. Mikiven sheim sherei a Yiddish kind is essentially good. Sheim chelak al hari af sheim nimtoym koy shuffle the yard. Even if you find yourself in such a low, low situation, doing so many averes, alehem nemar on you it says sheva yipol Sadik, You fell many times, but you're a become. And it's time to stand up. There's nothing going to block you. If you want to come back and stand up, there's going to be no gaboon by the Rebbe that says, shay In front of Hashem, that doesn't exist. Hashem says, You want to come back and be good? I welcome you with open arms. Isn't this is a beautiful religion. That even if you find yourself in the lowest place, you're never blocked away from God. But that was the first lesson. Now we understand what the pur- purpose of a snake was. A stick, a snake. And that the main the main part of the trick was not turning a stick into a snake. Was that the snake could return once again to be a lamabinyon. Now think about this. Somebody told me a moirzik a gedank on this. What happened when they went to the Khartoumim? When Moshe Rabbeinu went to Pare, he did the old snake trick. And he turned the stick into a snake. What did the Khartoumim do? They did the same thing. Okay. Moshe Rabbeinu took his snake, made it back into a stick, and his stick ate all of their snakes. Moshe Rabbeinu knew that a snake can come back to be a stick. Because the nephila of a yid, the nephila of the stick, which represents Oylem Abinyon, can go back to be Oylem Abinyon. But the khatumim never knew that. They could make a stick into a snake, but they couldn't make a snake back into a stick. You get it? But that was Oys Rishon. No, what if Kla Yisrael is not going to believe, Right? Well, what does that mean? Why won't they believe it? And what did the second trick prove more than the first trick? Let's learn. Then Hashem gave the second magic trick. Hashem said more. Put in your hand, in your cake, in your, over here, by your jacket. It's like white, like snow. What does it mean? Why wouldn't they believe the first trick? Shetanou'lies soul is going to tell Muha Abenu, "No, Mo, In, rak Raima. You're telling me that if something that falls down can get back up, that's only by a stick, by a dunim that has no brains, that you threw it down against its will so it can go back up, but by people, Abhem Bali Bihira. We have choices. If we messed up so much and we chose so much ra and Tumma if you give we were chinat misa, sheim chayev misa then even if we were originally part of the good, then ain be You the you saw the Mitzrayim. Harry, how you mushikom and memtashari tumo. The halolu, the halolu, if they avoid the zara. In kineich yuchlu, aifoi lach, the real hashirei. Frak, frak, call yourself my shabenu. Fine, if you take a stick that has no choice and you throw it into a club with a cigarette on Shabiz, you're right. It can go back up and it can be muxul But we had the hero. I had choices, and I made bad choices, and now I'm doing Mikhail Shabbos B'Fahesio. So how can I get back? <laughs> Hashem says, I'm going to give you a second magic trick. His hand was white like a dead person. His hand was white like a dead person. Put your hand back in there. It return back to flesh. The here The message was Even if you think that you are Even though you think you're already Chay Misa because you did so many Averis and you say to yourself boy if I can wake up tomorrow and be a Jew who never sinned I'd love that but you know what I did last night you know what kind of Averis I did this year Hashem doesn't want me Zok Hashem to Moshe Rabbeinu, prove to them that I want them even if they're like a Mitzayra the Chay Misa all they have to do is want where did he put it? by his chest what did he do with that Mitzayra Chay Misa he hugged him he moved it close to him he said, I'm going to embrace you. He didn't spit at it. He didn't kick it. He didn't go to the guy, Mikhail Shabbos, and say, Feh. He took him and he embraced him and he became, Shav healthy like regular skin. Ubi, be your Yisash Now we're going to explain, fine. Now you learned that Hashem wants you back. But exactly how are you supposed to get back to Hashem when you're so wrapped up with Tumor? Mitzrayim was the spiritual armpit of the world. Today, where would that be? Vegas? Vegas. Amsterdam. 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 Okay? And that's what Mitzrayim was. The worst spiritual place in the world at that time. They're going to say, listen, Moshe, great, I understand the stick you threw down, it can go back. I can understand something that does really bad, fine. But we are like Mamish the worst take from the the water of the yar of the sea and turn it over spill it out into the ground it's going to turn into blood what was dafka? why did he have to take water from the Ya'ar it was the root of their Tumah they bowed down the, the, the getchka was the Nile the way to get out of Mitzrayim, to break free, was to be mevatel, the shoyrish, the root of their tummah. How do you get somebody who's a drug addict to break free from his drug addiction? You know what the first step is? V'lakachah, your stash. Take your drugs, and you flush it down the toilet. And you mevatel it. You burn it. Avada. But the first step of recovery is to realize that this is your enemy and I have nothing to do with you. As long as you smoke and weed, you're not going to be able to recover. Hashem said, the first thing, if you want to break away from Israel after being so entangled with them for so many years, you've got you to gotta take the water which represents their God and you've got to get rid of it. You've got to take your Playboy socks and burn them. You've got to take... If you want to go ahead and rip yourself away from tuma, you got to take those cards that they gave you at the club, and you got to take those phone, phone numbers of the girls, and you got to delete, 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 delete. You got to burn your bridges. You got to separate yourself from the tuma. You got to make a statement. <laughs> Hashem said, "I'm going to take revenge on the gods of Mitzrayim." was the same that's going to happen when Mashiach comes. He's going to break us out of this tuma that's over our heads. Shalom, love, nemav esruachat tuma every ala aretz. Hashem is going to remove the ruachat tuma from the land. Shalom, also lovey b'mashiach beviyas ha'mashiach the mehecha yispatul legami kol koichesat tuma diu le'ain zla efes. When you wake up and you realize what's important in life, and you look back at what you did last year, you see it's takah garnished. They tried to show you. That that taiva was important but it wasn't. It's a har tried to show you that leading down this life, driving on Shabbos and all of that is gonna bring you happiness, but it didn't. It's a tried to show you that if you smoke up and hang out with girls, that you're gonna find happiness and fulfillment and it didn't. But yet we're so wrapped up on it. When Mashiach's gonna come, everything's gonna be clear. What makes me really happy inside? What is a life of happiness? What is the derich I want to be on to build a family for me and for my children? And everything else is gonna look so silly. The varies that I did compared to losing contact with Hashem, and now I have this whole trip back that I got to work on myself, really, really wasn't worth it. When Mashiach comes, everything is going to be so clear, right and wrong is going to be so clear, that every single, all the is going to look like iron and vo'efes. You say, what did the Eight Tower me already? A bag of hot air. Similarly, happen by tears, my Baruch, called is And therefore, even if after we realize that really I'm good. Really, I agree, Masha'abaylou. Deep down, I'm, I'm a great kid. I'm the tzaddik I'm the best boy in my class. I was just thrown down to bed But really, I am good. Even if I really understand that, but I say, no, it's too late for me. That's never going to be me. But Yaminullah Isa Achran, Shiyuru Eich Sheli, Hey Mitzrayim, Betelim Ka'afa the Moshe Rabbeinu says, Look at this. I'm turning over the, the big Gachka of Mitzrayim. And what does it turn into? Garnished. It turns into blood. It's really nothing. It's really stupidity. It's nothing. and now we understand Chaim's question. Chaim, what was your question? Um, the third one? The first two signs, The mate and the hand went back. Why? Because that was the point. That even if you're horrible, even if you're terrible, and you're like Misa, you're and you feel like Mamesha Nachos, you're biting the Sefer you're biting Kal Yisrael, you're biting everything about Yiddish guy. biting everything. You should know you can come back. Yeah? But the third lesson, it stays to be done Look at all the taiva, it's nothing. The point was that it goes on that is the root of all good. The root of all good. The point was to show Hashem said, once you go out, you're never going to go back. When you look back at your addictions, you look back at your problems, you look back at the Tzaharis, when you think clearly, you realize, the is garnished. We have a chance. We have a God who loves us. We have a religion that wants us. We have a Klai Yisrael that needs us. We have families that want us to build the next door. Don't give it up for Narish Gaten and realize that there's nothing stopping us from Hashem. No matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, Hashem loves you and He wants you back with all His heart.